welcome back to Walk Me Through This with Don Meeks. I never know whether to say Don Meeks or Pastor Don or Meeks or I don't know, Donnie. His holiness will His suffice. Holy. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. Where's that coming uh, from? We just need to let Chuck Seavers hear this sometime. Oh, That's our little <laughs> – okay. I call him your honor because, you know, he's a, he's a judge, uh, retired yeah. judge, and he calls Great. me your holiness. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Fun side note, um, when I was a kid, there was an Army guy, and I didn't know – I remember – I this is one of those early memories, probably about second grade. I remember saying, well, what should I call you? And he said, you can just call me Sir James. So I called him Sir James. And in my kid brain, it was like S-U-R-R-J-A-E-S, you know, or J-A-M-E-S. And it wasn't until I was older that I was like, I was saying Sir James, like Sir Richard. Exactly. And I'm just like, oh, that could have been like, call me Don. Like, okay, Don, Sir James. And so just until adulthood, I was like, he had me walking around. That Sir is great. You could, you could get our kids to just call you His, holy, her, yeah, his Holiness. Yeah, they would. And then they would be an adult like me. Yeah. And then you can't Kiss the ring. Don. <laughs> yeah, so we're or back. you could call me the Don. The Don. Oh, that would be with kissing the ring. That's so perfect. Now, last time we were talking about the thing is not the thing. And so um, when we were talking about that, you mentioned that tension of the brokenness mm-hmm. and the blessedness. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd love to – because I, for on a – personal side note, I've talked a lot about 2020 for me has been the year of both and hmm. instead of either or. And I actually was talking to a friend earlier today and she said in her world, that's called, shoot, I'm going to pick, I'm going to mess it up, but it's something about the dual polarity of something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just for me, like I said, 2020, this whole both and, because, you know, it's, you're like, are you happy or sad? Are you, you know, are things good or bad? And it's yeah. like, yes, uh, yeah. yeah, that's how I love to answer yes. those questions. Yeah, and like, yes. and that's the thing. Like, we live in a both and world, and I feel like the quicker we embrace this both and, we can be at more peace because you know. But it's difficult to do yeah. so. So I think. Um, so, so the blessedness, brokenness um, framework or kind of paradigm, um, again, I take as a, as a kind of a summary way of talking about the human condition. So Genesis 1 and 2, made in God's image, that's the blessedness. And so the gifts, the, the capacities, the abilities that we are endowed with that we're still figuring out, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm, I turned 60 uh, earlier this year, and I'm still just... Oh man, I just I, I want to learn more. I want to grow more. I want to figure myself out. I want to figure the world out. And so, and, and so this this the blessedness, the gifts that come to us, the brokenness is the Genesis three, the the reality of sin. And and so we live in that ten. We live in the both and tension of that. Um, sometimes the thing that walks in and the conversation that that begins is brokenness, brokenness, brokenness. Mm. That's usually the thing, that, right? Like that's when we pray too. It's like how often do we pray when it's good? We pray when it's bad. Typically it's help God, get yeah. me out of the mess, have mercy. Yeah. Um, and, and the nature of the emotional process, again, these gifts of emotions, because mm. uh, emotions, um, who, who, imagine living a life without emotions. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we want we want the emotional richness, but our emotions do not always accurately guide us into the truth. And so once upon a time, they did. Mm-hmm. But then 
the shattering work of, of sin. So sin comes and shatters the image. Mm-hmm. And so our emotions do not always um, reliably guide us into reality. Okay. So I feel like I'm not loved at this moment, but that's not true. You are loved. God loves you. <laughs> your mother loves you. <laughs> your, your children love you. Your friends love you. Your spouse loves you. You're surrounded in a circle of love, but but the emotion of uh, shame or disappointment, you know, that, that mm-hmm. thing we, we talked about of, of disappointment, the emotional process, we, we let that horse out of the barn and we just, oh, I am such a loser. I, am, I, I don't think I can, I don't think I can even go to the gathering. I can't go to the, mm-hmm. I can't go to church. I can't, I, I hear this time, I don't feel worthy to come to church. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Now you're ready to come to church. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are worthy. <laughs> yeah. yep. The therapy world that's cognitive distortions. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. When you just get in your own head and you tell yourself these things that just aren't true, but you believe it. And it becomes an echo chamber. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a self-reinforcing right. echo and chamber. it snowballs. It <laughs> snowballs. And, and so, so part of the work is – Part of what I'm trying to do is to f- a framework of blessedness and brokenness and to affirm the person, you know, if they present like I'm really sad, you know, because, you know, part of my work is yeah. account- accompanying people in grief. And I'm really sad. And I go, this is how you're supposed to feel. You should feel this. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I, it's hard to feel sad, but this is the right emotional response. And so yeah. to kind of affirm that. But there are other times when somebody will say, you know, I'm such a loo-, you know, the language that comes out of their mouth is, is shame and, and, and I'm a loser, you know, this kind of thing. That's where I'll try to frame it towards, huh. So yeah, shame is the way we're supposed to respond to mm-hmm. certain things that we do. We are supposed to feel ashamed when we lie, when we cheat, yeah. when we steal. <laughs> okay. God made us that way also. That, that but we're not we're, meant to sit in it forever. We're not meant mm-hmm. to sit in it. So we God gave us nerve ending so that when we touch the stove or the hot thing, we we pull away from it. That's a good thing. And then we learn. And so our emotions sometimes are like that. So, But in our brokenness, we don't always... Recall the blessedness, mm-hmm. okay, the goodness that is in us and the goodness that is in, in God and in the world. And, and, and so the cognitive distortions, you know, another way is, is the lenses through which we're looking at life. And so mm-hmm. I just took off my glasses for all those listening. Thank you. <laughs> I almost That's right. And, and so um, the lenses through which I'm seeing the world. And of course, part of, and this is where the family systems dynamics that we'll, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll patch into uh, in a future conversation. We sometimes view life through lenses that others have offered us. Mm. A parent who tells, so out of their own brokenness, so not yeah. only are we blessed and broken at the same time, so is everybody else on yes. planet Earth. <laughs> yes. And so we grow up in families of blessedness and brokenness. So the blessedness of our parents and the legacies that they offer us and the traditions and the goodness that they pass on are tainted also with, you know, at times some brokenness. And the scriptural languages, the sins of the fathers are visited to the third and fourth generations. Okay. And so we receive blessing from our parents, but we also receive brokenness. And then 
that ricochets around with our own blessedness and brokenness and and sometimes we need help that's yeah. that's the value of these you know kind of pastoral and therapeutic conversations is okay here's how i'm seeing things how does this sound to you you know and that yeah. you know if you were to present along and and this is really what you do you know yeah. when when we have conversations yeah. <laughs> you know you'll yes. just say hey let me kind of brain dump for a little bit and yes. you'll just talk and then I'm just sorting and sifting and then I'm usually – but I'm I'm usually trying to frame our conversation mm-hmm. in a blessedness, brokenness mm-hmm. way because that's truth. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's learning then to live by the truth, not mm-hmm. by the lies because mm-hmm. part of the brokenness is we live by lies, mm-hmm. right? We believe lot. We tell ourselves the lies. Or we've been told lies sometimes by family members who, mm-hmm. you know, you'll never amount to anything or, mm-hmm. you know, th- those kind mm-hmm. of things. And then the child grows up, wonder that they don't amount to anything, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and so so part of the the work is to help understand what what a glorious thing it is to bear the image mm-hmm. of the almighty God. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is true of every human being. And then how to grapple with and wrestle with, but at the same, this is the both and, at the same time, yes. we're also broken. So so Martin Luther had a, a phrase, it was, um, the Latin phrase, If I, I, I'm, uh, some Latin scholar may help me here, simul justus, simul peccator. Simul justus, simultaneously, so simul is Latin for, at the same time, justus, justified, simul, peccator, at the same time, sinner. At the same time, we are saints and sinners. That's the both and that is the mind blower. And a lot of uh, Christian people live in that either or. Either I'm a saint or I'm a sinner. And I said, no. Or I'm saved. You know, that's one of my, like, ugh. When people are like, well, I've been saved. Like, wait, I'm sorry, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, the journey's over? And it's like, yes, but. but. And so in one of my uh, theology uh, lessons that I, I recorded recently, I talked about the three tenses of salvation. Past tense, we have been saved. When Christ died on the cross, we are saved at the cross. When were you saved, brother? When Jesus died and rose. Hallelujah. We are being saved in the present. That's the sanctification work. So justification, we're justified with God through Jesus Christ. We're being sanctified in the presence. The whole, in the present moment, the Holy Spirit is working in us and we're growing and maturing and being transformed slowly into his likeness. And then we will be saved in the future. We'll be glorified. We will be like him. And scripture affirms all three of those. So past tense, justification, present tense, sanctification, future tense, glorification. So that's very high level theological framework. But what it says is salvation is an ongoing work that is rooted in the work of Christ, the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's rooted in life now. We are being saved in this very conversation. God is doing something, nudging us, clarifying for us you know, working with us. And then we have this glorious hope that one day I'm going to lay aside all the junk. Mm -hmm. God will remove it. All the tears, all the brokenness. It will only 
be blessedness. So we begin in the garden only in blessedness. Then it's blessedness and brokenness. Mm. And then ultimately it's blessedness only again. And so. That's awesome. I, um, we're going to wrap this up, but what I want to discuss next is um, you were, is in basically embracing the bad because hmm. we talk about the blessedness and the brokenness. And it sounds very nice when we just say things like brokenness, yes. Yes. but the brokenness really, and this is where I would normally say curse words, but I will not. Um, but that's You might substitute some other word for bad, exactly. embracing the... the... Yep, definitely. <laughs> Um, and so I would love to talk about that. And then we'll wrap up this series with the now what part. Sure. Because I feel like, and this is my spoiler alert, my spoiler alert, and you can see if you if agree with this, what I feel like you do in addition to the framework with mm. the people is helping us to remove the scales from our eyes and take the plank out of our own mm. eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a big part, I feel like. And so... Um, when I was listening to you, we Jeremy and I saw a quote earlier today. It was about um, kind of like with dealing with your stuff, mm-hmm. you have to first see your stuff before you can mm-hmm. even deal with yeah, it. Correct. And that's what I love about these conversations we have together is because, as you mentioned in the earlier sessions of life, you know, you know, kind of just seeing our place in the world mm-hmm. and kind of the human condition, mm-hmm. and then now this blessedness and brokenness. So we're going to pick back up um, with kind of. What happened, you know, it's easy to embrace the good, but what about the bad? Sure, that's and, good. And, um, and then once the scales are coming off the eyes, you know, once once it's like, oh, shoot, I'm <laughs> I'm a sinner, you know, like yeah. I thought I thought I had it all figured out and yeah. I don't. And so I think that sometimes people prevent the going deep and mm-hmm. the looking at the mm-hmm. hurt mm-hmm. because then what? Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to leave everyone hanging. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to pick back up with those things. Good. thing I've ever heard.